to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. The other survivors can't see it, but this island is different. It's special. It may be hard for the others to accept, but everything happens for a reason. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by because we're we're so lost. We need a good excuse for running like the devil's chasing us. We're also rewatching the classic ABC TV series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Andrea Simone. And we are we're completely we're very lost, lost right now to the format of the show and everything. Where all the buttons are, what's the music like? We, we actually haven't sat down to record an episode for what? Three, four months? Four months. Something like that. Uh, uh, since I think maybe September, September. Like early September. October, November. But, uh, three months. Yeah, but we're back because, uh, you know. Gotham's on hiatus. Gotham's on hiatus. <laughs> and uh, we have time to do the show again. So yes. uh, we're going to be back here every week on YouTube at youtube.universebox.com and every two weeks on the podcast feed if you're listening to this via yes. podcast to talk about loss. But before we start talking about the season two premiere, well, well, you know, this this whole show is based around a conceit that we've never watched the show. We haven't. Because we haven't. Right. Uh, so we thought we would do what we do with our other podcast where we actually haven't seen the show because it hasn't come out yet. Right. And do a spoiler party. Spoiler party! Yay! Uh, where, we, where we go and we get all sorts of articles from the summer in between season one and season two. And adult beverages. Oh, yeah. It's a party. So you got to have party! the adult beverages. Let me take a drink right now. And we're going to discuss them as if we haven't seen the show. We because haven't. we haven't. Uh, but, you know, we thought it would be a really good chance to have our first guest on We're Yay! So Lost. Now, uh, this uh, guy's voice might sound familiar to you because he's also appeared on every episode of We're So Lost. He's our resident Lost ec- expert. Uh, Michael Lucera, how you doing? Great. Sorry. It <laughs> seemed, I can't hear his voice until I hear... <laughs> <laughs> and namaste of course oh, that'll be the end yeah but but it, it's great to have you on it's been a, you know we we've been uh you've been a listener of ours and we've been friends for years now and, and it feels like it's been on probably almost a year since we've actually spoken to you it's crazy so. too long yeah. too long too long yeah yes so michael why don't you why don't you tell people just uh because they they hear your voice every episode and everything why don't you tell people a little bit about your background with the show and uh, you know what you like about it no spoilers please minus what we have in our spoiler party but all right well um i watched the show when it was first airing uh starting in 2004 um the the reason that i was drawn to it was um i'm a huge tolkien uh nerd so um, I had just, of course, the, uh, the Lord of the Rings films had just came out and I recognized Dominic Monaghan because I was one of those people who knew like every cast me- uh, member's name in the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> so I'm like, Hey, I know that guy. And then, uh, I saw the trailer and I was like, wow, this looks really interesting. I'll watch the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, it was kind of in the middle of, uh, moving from one state to another. So for me, I was kind of experiencing the whole like disorient thing like not knowing where i am thing so it was kind of a little bit of a mirroring you were a little Uh, lost yes i was a little lost (laughs) um so yeah and i watched um every uh pretty much every episode live as it happened there was one when i had to go to somebody's birthday party and but uh i actually recorded it and watched it later that night (laughs) but just the one just the one just the one yeah so so how many times would you say you've watched the series at this point well, I have to pull up my calculator because uh, <laughs> as the as the season, um, like every time I got the DVDs, mm-hmm. I would uh, I would go back and watch them in the interim and the off season between uh, seasons. seasons, and uh, I would watch all of them that were out. So, like between season three and four, I would watch one, one two, two, and three. So, oh wow. Uh, really hard to calculate how many times i've seen it since i've seen it in so many different weird fractions and That's awesome. so so like a bajillion roughly probably yeah um in terms of the whole series all the way through i think only two honestly really because uh, one if you count like as it aired on television mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also and i just did my little 
lost renaissance rewatch last last year when i wrote that big mm. huge essay that we haven't read because we didn't want to be spoiled too exactly much. Yeah. we couldn't we couldn't do that <laughs> yeah let, let, let me ask you this uh do you think that anything any lessons you took away from lost anything you kind of experienced throughout the series changed who you are as a person oh yeah lost is one of those um lost is uh and i kind of had this in my notes uh, about something to talk about later but Lost is uh, is not just like a great story. It's also a, a great story that has deals with big ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, never in a really in your face way, always really subtly, but it always like kind of plays with huge themes. And one of the biggest themes is um, this idea of uh, um, basically like the thing that you think might be the worst thing that could happen to you. Is the best might actually be the best thing that could happen to you, mm-hmm. and like tragedies, like resulting in like really good things, and like being able to move past major issues in your life and, and stuff like that. So yeah, that's definitely affected me. Like anytime any kind of huge bad thing goes wrong, I'm like, you know what, this is terrible. This sucks, but you know what, it's it might ultimately be the for the best. And usually, I've have found that it is so well that's good yeah it's, it's like uh what was it the greeks uh crisis also meant opportunity i think so yeah, oh, yeah okay. that whole kind of Look thing at all you smart people and uh, also i i just wanted to mention we didn't mention this up at the top of the show but we do do this show live, live. Uh, at live.universebox.com we're going to be switching over from thursdays to tuesdays yes for the foreseeable future, because we have a new show, Universe Box, on Thursday nights at 8.30 p.m. EST. But we don't have really anyone in the chat room There's right now no, except for us. me and Michael. And me! Uh, but, you know, it's, it's an odd night. We're recording this on a Saturday, so me and yeah. Emery can actually watch the season two premiere, which we haven't done Tonight. yet. Tonight, we're done. It'll, it'll be exciting. But it, the way we normally start off these episodes is with sort of a... Uh, a rhyming episode summary of the episode, but mm-hmm. since we don't have an episode, Michael has actually went above and beyond and written us a really slick rhyme to read up at the top. So, Anne-Marie, why don't you go ahead and hit it up? <laughs> All right. The hatch is blown open, though marked with the numbers. Will Locke soon regret he's awakened what slumbers? The raft is in flames in the middle of the ocean. Did Sawyer and Jin survive the explosion? We meet some new faces like one crazy Scottish shut-in, while our man of science is pushing Locke's buttons. Will Charlie get high or remember the virgin? The corner of the island... What corner of the island will poor Walt emerge in? The bright yellow plane holds a glimpse of an echo. You guys got any milk for a guy shot by Rousseau? Will someone tell Michael he might lose his voice? His obsession with rescue will lead to a choice. You won't wait long to find out what I mean. So come on, y'all. Let's talk about Flight 815. The We're So Lost podcast is coming back soon. So do get excited for Lost Season 2. Lost Season 2, yes! That Fantastic. That was excellent. That was excellent. Make sure the microphone gets the clap. <laughs> no, but that was a great rhyme. Uh, a very, uh, as I said, slick rhyme. Very almost. slick. Yeah, and I will. didn't have to write it. So that no, was even that makes better. it even better. <laughs> There's tons of, uh, of secret hints disguised as um, nonsense. Oh, I'm sure. I like, oh, yeah. I definitely think when we ever we eventually get around to the season three spoiler party, uh-huh. we should come yeah. back and look at this and see. And go, oh. <gasps> How much Michael was yes. taunting us the entire time. I'm curious about the milk. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can tell that's a thing. The moment that the moment that, that, ha- that um, occurs in uh, is one of my favorite um, lines or moments of the season. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. Yay. Okay. Well, we have some stories to talk about, so why don't we go ahead and get right into it here? Um, hold oh, one oh, second. Oh, wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for, Wait for it. it. Um, you know what? I'm just we're not gonna start reading. We're not, yeah, we're not going to show the okay, stories uh, because it'll it. just be easier that way, I think. All right. So, so, writer um, sues over Lost. In 1977, Anthony Spinner was asked to write a pilot called Lost about a plane crash that was going to be produced by ABC. 
but it never made it to screen. Now in 2005, because that's now, uh, with Lost <laughs> being such a hit, Spinner is suing ABC for stealing his idea. Bill, what do you think? Oh, thank you, Anne-Marie. Uh, you know, if it, this happens every time something original gets popular. The Matrix had the same thing happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think it might have had two or three lawsuits filed by people being like, that was my idea. People stuck in a computer. Uh, but sadly for people like Mr. Spinner, you can't really copyright a concept, especially one that was already done in the 60s by, you know, Sherwood Schwartz, uh, Gilligan's Island. Oh! Uh, yeah. You know, it's all about the execution, and I guarantee what Sid and Marty Croft, uh, the, what what the city Mar- Sid and Marty Croft joint uh, that is addressed in the lawsuit would have been, it, it, it would have uh, approached the material much differently than Lost itself did. Right. I, I should have written that sentence better. Yes. Uh, the the show we talk about is such a product of its time. The similarities would have been shallow. As it, like Lost feels very much like a 2005 show. Yeah, it's very much the something time written period. in the 70s wouldn't have any sort of similarity to it. At exactly. All. They they wouldn't have the the little Nintendo mm. handheld game. No, that wouldn't there's, have happened. There's definitely nothing about the 70s that will ever <laughs> ever be in lost definitely nice. Nice. Well, I, a lot of the male characters have beards, and beards were well, pretty popular Well, they have to have a beard. How I mean, they're on an island. Well, beards were on the outs in, like, 2005. That's because they're not always that cute, I yeah. say, realizing that both of you have beards. <laughs> um, Beardist. I know. There's no beards in Lost. That's all I'll say. Mm. What, what, were you, what did you say? Sorry. There are a couple of beards in Lost. Interesting. Dun-dun-dun. Mm. Dun-dun-dun. Season one finale. Uh, the other. Yeah, the big guy. The big, oh, the fluffy yeah. one. Yes. The guy with the boat and the spotlight and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, Anne-Marie, what did you think about I think this that story? this is a little too late. Too little, too late. Perhaps if this guy would have brought up his concerns when the show was announced that they were producing it, he may have been able to get on like a production or writing credit or some mm-hmm. sort of, hey, we're going to throw you some shekels or based on the um, idea from so-and-so. But you can't wait till, till a show is uber successful and go, hey, that was my idea many, many years ago. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, definitely not. And what about you, Michael? Yeah, um, it's it's for me. It's one of those things uh, when that I think like people say every story has already been told, and that's I think that's true. Like there's mm-hmm. everybody reduces plots to like a skeleton or mm-hmm. yeah. um, generic version of it. But um, to me, it's not like the original idea you have as much as it is what you do with it. And I think that. This is um, completely different from anything that Lost, that our Lost did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of looked into it, uh, and it looks like their Lost was apparently an acronym. I wasn't really sure what that ac- the letter stood for or anything. Uh, let's was- try and guess. Um, Larry on some table. Okay, there. Anyway, so that's what it's okay. <laughs> That's almost certainly what it is. That is almost uh, certainly what it is. Uh, it, uh, it featured... Uh, an Olympic team that crashed in the Himalayas, so a completely different setting and, right. uh, and character dynamic. And there was uh, dinosaurs and cavemen. Actually, it, it kind of sounds more like the Land of the Lost than, uh, mm-hmm. than yeah, Lost. Yeah, when but, I was reading the article, that's the first thing that popped into my head, too. Sid and Marty Croft did Land of the Lost, so maybe oh. maybe he was like confusing it or something. He was a little perplexed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, like I said, Lost is about big ideas. Um, Science and faith, uh, destiny, fate, free will, um, black versus white. Which, by the way, now that I think about it, you could just as much say that Once Upon a Time ripped off a lot of Lost. Uh, even though I think yes. it's more yes, it like a tribute uh, than anything else. Uh, um, so yeah, the the development of that uh, of Lost, I think you look at that. It's um, it's just it's very clear that any similarities were just complete coincidences because the show was not like written by like one or two dudes who just said, hey, I have an idea about this. It really came uh, together really more as an, as an accident uh, than anything. Um, they were uh, trying to get a, a television version of the movie Castaway. was uh. the original. And the original name for Lost was Nowhere. Uh, And then they fired the original writer, Jeffrey Lieber, uh, because ABC didn't really like what he was doing with it. Mm -hmm. And that's when they hired uh, J.J. Abrams and Damon Lindelof. And they are the ones who had all the surreal 
ideas for all of that stuff. So interesting. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's very much a, a product of several accidents coming together. Yeah, and uh, like uh, it, I think we all mentioned, you know, it's just such a common concept too. Like the whole ooh, a cast- plane crashed and people are on an island. I've well, never heard that before. Well, the whole castaway concept, you know, we mentioned yeah. Gilligan's Island, which is like uh, you know the TV reference for one of the earliest versions of this that was right. successful. But I mean, you even have like famous novels like Robinson Crusoe right. they kind of explore the same territory so right. and uh, none of them had a smoke monster that I'm aware of anyway. none that I'm it's aware of it's been a while of. since I've read Robinson Crusoe that's true it could have been in you know page 600 <laughs> alright Anne-Marie so what's next up on the docket alright Shannon and Sawyer's interview in an interview at 2005 San Diego Comic Con Maggie Grace and Josh Holloway offer a glimpse into their li- how their lives have changed over the past year and what we can expect in season two. Grace mentions how fans have been offering her condolences following Boone's death, and Holloway has to fight his wife to read the script first. <laughs> um, we should expect to see Sawyer doing a bit of swimming this season, and we are going to find out exactly what, wait, what exactly is in the hatch in episode one, as well as the depth into their island relationships. Interesting. It, like, interesting. A lot of interesting stuff in this. Not as much as in our next story. Our next but, story uh, is like insane. But, but yeah. Anne-Marie, what did you think about all this? Um, okay, so another thing that it pointed out is that we're going to get to see Michelle Rodriguez's character, which I know from The Fast and the Furious, but I guess everybody knows from other things. Yeah, and if you are watching it for the first time like me and Anne-Marie are, uh, just as a reminder, it's, it's the woman who sat next to Jack at the airport bar, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And she was in the back of the plane, mm-hmm. which is why it's even more curious that she's coming back and for <laughs> like i don't know if it's just in flashbacks or what's going on uh let's see i don't think i realized it was her when we were watching season one uh it's going to be crazy to see how they fit her in whether it's just flashbacks or is she alive somewhere else on the island because it's the island yeah it's a and i i had this point down a little bit later but i'll go ahead and mention it now so it, it made me think that the fact that she's at the back of the plane it, it's really weird uh because it wasn't uh, – you You remember Rose from season yes. one who was like, my yes. husband's still out there. I know. I know. I know. And I believe that it was <gasps> mentioned that he was at the back of the plane too. Why would they – oh, because he was like up at the restroom or something. Yeah, it was oh. a, in walkabout actually. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if may, maybe he's out there too. Maybe there's a whole like – Back of the plane crew that we've okay, not met see, yet. That's going to make me even more mad on why. Oh, he's he's doing Mike, the shifty eyes. Yeah, Mike. He's doing shifty eyes. Yeah, Michael, um, Michael's uh, just tr- trying to bite his tongue. I think. Right, well, as that, you should, as you do. Um, that makes me even more mad about these people not walking around the island when I've told them to. I've been telling them mm-hmm. every episode to just take a flip and walk around the island. Walk about, if big, you will. Big I don't care if it's yeah. a big island. Take a few days. Well, they, they even uh, – because we rewatched the season one finale or earlier today, and they even seemed surprised by how big the island was when they got a couple miles offshore. They were like, whoa. This well, you know weird. what? I think I'm almost more surpri- – like that makes sense for those guys to be surprised, but yet everybody else can like get from here to there nice and quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's only a 90 minute hike. Well, if it's only a 90 minute hike, you should have been here and you should have known about the Black Rock being a pirate ship weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, Brand. but that's the Territoire France, the Dark Territory. Yes. Right, but they didn't know about that it was called the Dark Territory <laughs> until that episode. Which had the bird that was like the bird on Walt's video game at the airport, yeah. uh, which I noticed. Uh, did, I don't know if you guys did notice uh, what it seemed like the bird was saying. No, no, we didn't. What was he saying? Is know. it a spoiler? It's just me. No, it's not a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> uh, it might have been just me, but it kind of sounded like he was saying Hurley's name. Ooh. Hmm. I want to go back and watch it right now. Hurley's <laughs> going to get a bird friend in season two. The bird was trying spoiler. to protect him. Thank you, Michael Lucero. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what did you think about this interview? Oh, well, I, I love the idea that we'll she, see uh, Shannon's backstory more from her perspective right. going forward. I, I thought that was really interesting. The way she was portrayed in season one didn't really cast her as a good person, really. So it'll be interesting to see if they can redeem her and show us why she was the way she was and how maybe – Boone had kind of vilified her, maybe. And maybe since we were seeing things from his perspective, that's why she came off so poorly. That's true. Uh, Also, learning how Jack's marriage fell apart should be pretty interesting, too. Uh, We got the impression that Jack didn't want to be in the marriage back and do no harm. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming his partner finally realized that, too, maybe. Maybe that's how it all shook out. But apparently, 
We're going to find out more about it at any rate. Yeah, and I don't even care. Mm-hmm. I cared so little about that. Bear. I'm like, I this does nothing for me. Really? I'm I'm really not that interested in Jack. That's fair. They, it's it, weird to that I don't like Jack and Kate, and they're like the you know the lead characters. Well, you're not the only one. I I, I mentioned that coming up. It was oh, okay. in one of the other interviews. But. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, and Michael, Michael. Your thoughts on this article? Yeah. Um. Uh. Shannon's backstory is uh, is really interesting. Um. Well, I don't know. You. I'll just have to wait to see if you guys think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. Um. She was a lot of people. What I do find interesting is that she was a lot of people's uh, least favorite characters in season one. Mm-hmm. Um. But then also, if you remember how unsympathetic uh, Jen seemed towards the beginning of season yeah. one, and then Very we true. got this story. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you might uh, start liking Shannon a little bit more. Um, but Jack, Jack's wife, I definitely agree with you, Anne Marie. <laughs> uh, Jack's flashbacks and his story are not really my, and never have been my favorite parts mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. Def- he definitely becomes much more interesting li- uh, later in the show, uh, especially season four, five, and six. Um, but I'm a big fan of uh, the actress Julie Bowen, who plays Sarah. Um, she's the uh, one of the uh, mothers on Modern Family. If, if you guys watch that show, I'm familiar so, with it. Yeah. I, you but, know, but, one thing that's kind of interesting to me about Jack, though, and his flashbacks is his flashbacks are never that interesting on their own, but they always make his present day situation on the island a lot more interesting because you kind of. They kind of, they inform where he is mentally in the present day, and while the backs the the actual flashbacks, unlike other characters, aren't that interesting. I I think they do a lot to inform what's happening on the island That's at true. the time. You know. Yeah, and these uh, I will say the one of the unique things about Lost is that even the less interesting flashbacks, like the Jack stories the fact that they aren't the most interesting, that actually kind of plays a narrative role. Mm. But I can't really... He cannot speak to that. I can't really <laughs> elaborate that. He's dancing uh, right on the spoiler line. Yep. yep. <laughs> nice. mentioning. But let's say, did you have anything else you wanted to mention about this article before we move on? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I... I uh, so, yeah, I'm not too excited about Jack, but uh, I like, I like uh, his wife, so... I'm not going to be terribly bored with that. But uh, <laughs> uh, Sawyer, the thing about Sawyer swimming, that uh, how the heck is he going to swim all the way back to the island? Right. And we still haven't heard anything about um, Michael and Jen or what? I mean, they're in the middle of the ocean. With their with, burning, burning raft. Yeah. So <laughs> it would be interesting to find out. It, okay. It'll be wacky, that's for sure. Yes, that's wacky. Sure. That, I'm sure that's yeah. the word that they would use. <laughs> I'm sure that's the mood they're going for. It's just it's wacky. wacky. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It, it, you might not know this. Trivia. Trivia? Lost is actually a remake of an old uh, Laurel and Hardy movie. Called, no, I'm kidding. Uh, what's our next article, Anne-Marie? All right. Um, we have a few more cast interviews. Just weeks before the season, before season two debuted, IGN sat down with their favorite castaways to find out what they thought of season one and what they contributed to the DVD extras. Uh, from relocation plans to storylines that surprised them to their relationships with other cast members, there was a little bit for everybody from everybody. Can I just say, yes. first off, this entire article <laughs> – they kept asking the cast members, well, what can Would people you... expect from the DVD extras? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> because, uh, uh, we, we don't care. <laughs> we're not watching that. We're, we're off uh, shooting the news. That season. was actually one of my points. I was like, um, something about it. I was like, this article was written really bad, but mm-hmm. we do get good stuff from it. Well, this is, you know, internet entertainment journalism circa 2005 so i mean it wasn't quite as i mean not that it's super refined now but it was far less refined then Uh, but but i i took a few interesting things away from these interviews though uh now emily deraven mentioned a deleted scene from the finale with her and the pilot uh that she said uh she was sad didn't make it into the show uh, she mentioned it, uh, and I quote, quite baited with the things that we were talking about, what would happen. I'm guessing that means to say, you know, it was kind of foreshadowing for where we're going with the character. Okay. So I went and watched it, and, and it was a really good scene. Mm-hmm. Seeing Greg Grunberg in a non-death scene was yes. really fun. Uh, he advises her that psychics are just magicians who can't get booked in Vegas. 
So it feels like it's just reinforcing that untrustworthiness of the guy who got her on the plane in the first place. Mm -hmm. But I guess we'll see. Although it is interesting that this was supposed to be in the finale of season one. And we just rewatched the finale. And in that whole, like, uh, is this fate cursing us thing? Mm -hmm. She's like, there is no no fate. So maybe this conversation with the pilot. Yeah. Kind kind of a plus, you know, the plane crash and the baby stealing and all that. There's a few things going on. Yeah. Kind of affected her. I, um, let's see here. Uh, Shannon also mentions that there will be flashbacks with her and Boone. So I guess the actor who plays Boone will definitely be coming back. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. Well, I mean, how could you kill off? I mean, he's still her brother. Yeah. Like, he's got to make at least a couple appearances over the next mm-hmm. few years, even if it's just this season, because there's so much flashback. Yeah. I, 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 f- I feel like uh, I was in the mindset, okay, Boone's out of the picture. Where it's going to be the Shannon show as far as her character goes again, uh, for season family. two. From the last uh, interview. Right. But I, I don't think, you know, him coming back contradicts her statement in the TV Guide article either. Uh, Boone will factor in, but the flashbacks will still be more from Shannon's perspective. He'll be right. more of a side character. Instead of how she was a side character in his. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Also, a uh, little bit of trivia. Apparently, Charlie, uh, the character of Charlie, was originally in his 50s in the script in the oh, pilot. I missed that. I, it actually makes a lot of sense because I can, I can see Charlie being a bit older uh, a bit older of a rock and roller and uh, you know with the drug problems and everything and being at that low point in his life i could see that much more easily see a 50 year old man being there than a 30 year old man yeah uh but it, by the same token i i'm glad dominic landed it uh, for sure if not you know maybe michael wouldn't have ever watched the show and he wouldn't be here right now you know that's really true <laughs> Also, apparently, uh, Evangeline Lilly thinks Kate and Sawyer make a much better pair than Jack and Kate, and I, I can see that. Okay, okay. I mean, whatever. I, I definitely. <laughs> what was that, Michael? I definitely agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're the more natural pairing, but uh, at this, I, at the same time, Kate and Jack seem like the female and male lead of the show, so it right. feels like they should be together. But at the same time, it doesn't. Uh, Sawyer and Kate are more spiritual companions, mm-hmm. I think. I, I also apparently the actor who plays Michael wasn't a big fan of the show. He said it's not really his kind of thing. He hasn't really gone back to watch it or anything. But you know, if people like it, that's cool. Uh, which I thought was just kind of an that's interesting. Weird. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's very weird. I wonder if he gets in trouble for that. Maybe he's the next to get killed off or something because he said that. Maybe. Uh, Michael's just shrugging. He's like, I can't say anything like, right now because I'm going to spoil these guys. It's all the I do. spoilers. Yes, Michael. Okay. What yes. is, can, can you think of any predictions we made over the course of discussing season one that you were shocked with how close we were? With- uh, yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird because like you would get things like dead on, uh-huh. but the context of how you guessed that it would happen was completely wrong. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, you predicted that with surprising accurately, but no, it had it has nothing to do with. Um, the situations in which it happens or comes up that you uh, that you guys theorized. So that's fine. So it's it, yeah. it's almost like we we uh, we were really good at predicting the writer's outline, but not so much at predicting the, the scenes details. they finally wrote exactly. from it. <laughs> <laughs> we could see where it was going. We just didn't know how it got there. Okay, uh, we're going to change it up, Michael. We, we, what did you take away from these interviews? Oh uh, yeah. Um, to me, uh, it kind of reminded me a lot of the official Lost podcast, mm-hmm. which I think was actually the first podcast I ever listened to. Oh, I wow. could see that. Uh, yeah, it was way back in 2000. So, uh, um, yeah, you can actually still find those archived on Lostpedia, which I would not recommend going there if you don't want to be spoiled. But um, we could probably. A, it would be kind of be interesting to pull down, like maybe like the season one. Now that we've been through yeah. season yes. one, yes, for sure. Yeah, and it's 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 a great listen too, especially if you don't um, you don't know what's happening because they do tease like upcoming episodes, and they have uh, it's very entertaining. They have their own like r- running jokes. Uh, they do that same thing that Adam and Eddie do when uh, people ask them questions about what's going to happen, and they're like. I don't know what what is going to happen. What do you? What would? Oh, you, you mean think? like what you do with us? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were the original. Um, but yeah, and then they always used to joke like Carlton would say, "Damon, take your hand off of my leg. Why are you touching me that way?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then 
Damon was like, well, I wouldn't be touching you if you were wearing pants right now, but <laughs> yeah, it, always, oh, it was really funny. We're going to have um, to but, go back and listen to those. Definitely. Yeah, um, but yeah that, that Claire flashback, I honestly don't remember seeing that, and I've seen all the deleted scenes on the DVDs. Yeah, I, I was able to fa- find it on YouTube. I uh, will have the link in the show notes at yes. com, but I think I just searched for Claire pilot uh exodus and that that got it for me so interesting yeah yeah it um, definitely but... didn't look highly produced mm-hmm. like it looked like they just do it done the show they hadn't even done like a filter like or the color any... correction or anything? Yeah, yeah it it was very rough so they yeah. must have cut it early anyway yeah. sorry cool cool Your turn. well it's interesting because um at this point in the show like i don't think they really had any backstory for the pilot um. uh really don't get much backstory uh, for him, you do get his name, and you do get a couple details from another character. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, this scene actually had a, a few of those details. Uh, that uh, I guess, uh, what was it? His mom what, he, he had been yes. built by someone who claimed to be a psychic. Yes, oh, yeah. and they- she okay. she uh, she was dating a guy, but the psychic told her that she was going to marry somebody else. So she broke up with this guy who then sold his company and made bazillions of dollars. And she was still waiting for the guy that the psychic told her she would marry. Yeah. It's yeah. None sad. of that really did, Fact- so. factors in later on. No. Uh, did they give his name in that scene? Because I don't remember. I know his actual name and it'd be interesting to see if it's anything close to. Um, but anyways, those uh, my favorite uh, part of the uh, the article was when they were talking about those audition tapes, because that's probably my favorite part of the DVD extras. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually if you look on there, um, Matthew Fox, Dominic Monaghan and Jorge Garcia all actually auditioned for the character of Sawyer. Oh, wow. Which I think is cool. So you can, uh, I don't remember if it's actual scenes from the pilot. I want to say maybe it is, uh, but it's just really interesting to see them uh, in a different characters. Uh, and uh, Yoonjin Kim, uh, who plays Sun, she auditioned for the role of Kate. And I think what you were saying about Charlie being like a, an old older man originally, mm-hmm. that is actually something that um, you see again and again with Lost that I really like actually is that the writers are very flexible in terms of like the story and the characters. Uh, if they see something in one of the actors that they really like, they definitely have uh, been known to change uh, details about the character like that to fit. Uh, and in, in uh, Yoonjin Kim's uh, case, even created a brand new character mm-hmm. just because they liked her as the actress, mm-hmm. uh, even though she didn't really fit the role she was uh, auditioning for. Yeah, they, that's yeah, something they, I've heard a lot as a as a complaint and a compliment to the show that it's so mutable uh, that you know uh, while there is all this mythology and stuff, they were never like locked into any big you know plot points. They were always willing to adapt to either what the actors' uh, strengths were or where they thought the story would be more interesting to take it towards. Right. So yeah, nice. Yeah. But uh, last thing about that article, um, the detail where Terry O'Quinn talks about they don't really tease the hatch. Uh, that mm-hmm. is definitely true. You get to see what's in it right away. Excellent. Uh, the explanation of exactly what it is you're seeing is kind of staggered through the first three episodes. So, um, But it's definitely one of those things where it raises more new questions than it answers. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. More questions. More Jeez. questions. I, I know, no, but we're very excited because I think we're going to go watch the season two premiere as soon as we're done recording this. Yeah, so. it really is. I'm happen. not even going to publish the episode for us. We're just going to run and watch it. Because we're crazy. Oh, excellent. But, uh, you know, we, we have plenty more to talk about. But... Do I get to do my points? Because you skipped me on that. You wanted to do a different oh, order. Uh... So you decided to skip me. I'm sorry, Anne-Marie. I, I, I'm, I'm still so lost about with we're so lost. You go stay over there with your lostness. Here's my okay, point. Okay, I'm going to turn around. Here's the things I got from this article. Um, I thought it was weird when Maggie Grace said that we're going to see flashbacks with Claire and her brother. Does she mean Claire and Boone or Claire and Claire's brother? Left me a little confused, but then again, I think that's just coming from Maggie Grace. Um, Evangeline <laughs> Lilly is apparently a big hippie who likes to wash herself in the healing powers of the ocean, which... Uh, well, salt water water's good for you. But if you, did you read that part of it? Yeah, I It did. was a little yeah. weird. It was a little, a little hi- It was a little hippy-dippy, which, I mean, that's not bad if you want to be that person, <laughs> but... Uh. Uh, Terry O'Quinn has been in the hatch. I repeat, he has been in the hatch, and we will not be disappointed. 
Um, and Harold, I can't pronounce your last name, a.k.a. Michael, threw the crew into a panic when announcing that he couldn't swim the night before they filmed the finale. And I think that's hilarious that they had to have people, like, nearby like to catch like, him or to save him. They if, gave him some floaties. Probably. So <laughs> that made me giggle. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, one of those things that you're you're like, oh, he's, you know, a 30-year-old man. Of right. course he can swim. You assume that people can man. swim. No. no. They probably checked to see if the actor who played um, Walt could swim because mm-hmm. he was like 12. Nope. You, anyway. You, I really liked how uh, Terry O'Quinn in that interview, too, was very much just like – he was like all all about going all in. Like he was – buying a house in hawaii and he was like i mean i'd buy a house in hawaii but but you you could tell he, he you could tell that he could tell that Locke was integral to the plot and that there was no danger of him losing the job anytime right soon, so and uh you know for, from a personal perspective too he 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 even in the interview he came across as very much like the Locke character mm-hmm. too which i liked okay so we're gonna get back uh to the discussion in just a couple minutes here but first we had a couple things we wanted to mention first of all as we always mention uh you know one of the ways you can help spread the love of we're so lost is to go over and leave a quick review on itunes yes please and if you do we'll read this for your review on the show. Emory, you want to hit this up from Jill Mills? From Jill Mills. Falling back in love with Lost. Now, keep in mind, this is from September, so hopefully she still loves us. Yes. Um, over the past summer, I gave in to Lost and binge-watched all of it. Love it. After I heard Anne-Marie and Bill had a podcast. Ha! I was named first. I'm never named first. <laughs> um, on the show, I had to give it a listen because I was in denial that Lost was over. Their podcast is great. They have awesome chemistry are funny and really make me think about things I never have. Listening to them talk about the show has actually made me go back and do a rewatch of it along with them for a different perspective. Recommending this to all of my lost friends. Why, thank you, Jill Mills. Well, hopefully you didn't continue with season two. And if you did, you can go back to the beginning of season two. Because we're there. We're We're there right now. Okay, so let's see here. Before we get back into the main discussion, we just wanted to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, you can find it over at uh, patreon.com slash universe box. And basically what it is, it's a way that you can help support us you know create creators that you love and if you love us or even just kind of like us like us yeah. uh, it's a great Check way yes to, no. to you know cut, throw a couple shekels our way to help uh keep the you know, support on. the show and everything uh, and now there's a lot of different benefits uh you know you can be get be a guest on one of our shows uh we have unlockables like a whole podcasting course where we teach you how to do what we do mm-hmm. but the most important benefit the most Oh. salient benefit oh this is gonna be good people is if you donate five dollars or more a month you become a member of the five dollar star patrons club the five dollar star patrons club now not only do you get your name read out on every episode of every podcast we do for that entire month all month but evangeline Lilly oh. will also take you swimming in the ocean Whoa. the people going swimming with evangeline Lilly this month are becca baca Angel, Holly Mac 79, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Sage of Earth, Harry Seidler, uh, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, Hope Molinax, Karen J. Horlatcher, Jessica Gonzalez, Jacob Newman, and Costa Commotion. Have fun swimming, everyone. Yeah, I, I, Evangeline Lily will be great. Like, you'll go, uh, you know, swim in the ocean for a little bit, then you'll get some essential oils to take home with whoa, you. It'll be good. Whoa. It'll be good. Uh, so, you may have crossed the line. <laughs> Patreon.com. $10 star patrons club. <laughs> Patreon.com slash universe box. And remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay, so uh, Michael, uh, thank you for de- dealing, dealing with, with us that. while uh, we, we <laughs> did all our, our crazy reads and everything. But uh, let's see here. So, so now I, are we on to uh, yep, E? E. So what's E? Okay. <clears throat> Let me try and pronounce this. Back to the main discussion. Adewell Aquino. There's a dude they cast as America. Or. <laughs> Emeka. Um, in casting news, this guy I, or something. I don't know. This guy I cannot pronounce will play a mysterious man whose presence on the island and intentions will be revealed in one of the early episodes in the upcoming second season. We're, we're showing a picture of the actor in place of Michael Lucero right because now. Because I can't pronounce his name, but there <laughs> he is. He's a lovely man. Hi. Thank you for being on Lost. Um... First of all, vaguest description ever. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Michael, you have no idea. Go back and rewatch right the video after yeah. we get done. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I can't even, like, guess what this person is going to do. It's mm-hmm. 
there's new casting and we have a lot of new casting news which all of you will already know probably um but are they all others or is there another plane boat or hovercraft going to crash are they going yeah. to dig up out of the ground like giant mole people mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, breakable um, <laughs> so i don't really know what's going on this is my blanket statement for all of these people but hey welcome to the show sir my my biggest takeaway from this is that it's Killer Croc from Suicide Squad. Woo! That that's fantastic. I I, I loved him in Suicide Squad. B-E-T. So if he's anything like that character in Lost, he's going to be pretty rough and tumble. Uh, you know, because actors only play one thing. They, one they, character they don't, is all they got. They they can't act. They don't but, have what yeah. is called range. Exactly. Uh, but my first inclination is that maybe he's connected to the island. Just like Locke is, maybe he's even a personification of the island, like that sort of essence of the island that Locke was communing with. Mm. Uh, you know, either way, it's going to be uh, very interesting to find out. That that's my guess, like my wild guess, just based on this one sentence description. But Michael's stroking his beard, so I might be on to something. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, what do you think about this, Michael? Uh, Obviously, yeah. knowing who, I'm knowing who he everything is, about and, him. yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, uh, the first name is pronounced Adewale. Oh, okay. I have no idea. I've tried many times in the past to figure out how to pronounce the other two <laughs> names. But I have no idea. Akenawa Ajabe. Abaja. We got it. Close enough. This guy is my third favorite character in the show. Oh, wow. Ak, of course, as we all know, was my Number one favorite. Yes. Uh, my second favorite is, is actually going to be produced this season as well. He's our final yeah. casting news. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, his episodes are definitely one of my favorite, especially his first flashback episode. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, for more reasons than just learning about him. And, oh, my gosh, if you've seen the show, you know what I mean. Uh, I really wish I could tell you what happened. <laughs> but it is pretty amazing. Um but uh, the uh, the only other thing I'll say is that uh, Emeka may not be the actual name of his character in the show. That may have just been a name uh, chosen for casting purposes. Interesting. Interesting. I like when they do stuff like that, though. It's more fun. Mm. Makes it more mysterious. More mysterious. Well, it gives the mysterious description of this character. Well, well more just mysterious. just tell me this, Michael, and you can spoil me. Uh, does he team up with Harley Quinn anytime during Lost? Is there a baseball bat involved? Uh, well, yes, but not to the last season. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. There's a second hatch that Harley uh, comes out of, and it takes him a while to find that. So. <laughs> Harley's down the second hatch. Perfect. I like it. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, Michael, uh, you brought the, uh, these next stories to us. So I'm, I'm going to let you intro them, and I'm going to let you take – here's the wheel for the podcast. Uh, it's yours. Thank it's, you for that, Anne-Marie, again. Mm-hmm. Did I forget? No, she, no, she I talked. No, I did mine. She talked. Oh, I talked. Did? Okay. <laughs> yeah, she kind of just uh, rolled into her point right after reading the story. Yeah, so I didn't get so. skipped that time. Good looking out, though. I Definitely. like it. Drink. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. Did you show off your uh, beer koozie, by the way, Michael, oh. on yeah. on the actual uh, show? To move it to the is... right. Hold on, I, I can bring you it got full this. Screen there now. we go. Yay! Yep. Yeah, that for those is... of you losties that know what's going on, you recognize this. <laughs> yep. Yay! Uh, I don't know what this Dharma initiative means, but I found this beer just kind of lying around, and <laughs> it seems kind of old, but. Hmm. Pretty good, good. Do you generally uh, drink old beers you find lying around, Michael? I do, usually. Um, <laughs> you know, I can imagine I would drink old beers I found lying around as well. Definitely. Yeah. I prefer well, new beers I find lying around, but oh, you know. Do you typically find beers lying around? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm not as lucky as Michael Lucero, though. <laughs> it's the numbers. <laughs> okay, so uh, Michael, okay, now, now that we're uh, done with all that, here's the wheel to the sh- uh, podcast. It's your podcast. Go. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, the Oahu Register uh, has reported that actor Sam Anderson, known for his role as Sam in the 80s sitcom Perfect Strangers, uh, which I've never seen, uh, has been spotted on the set. And he was seen performing alongside Michelle Rodriguez, uh, who, as we already said, appeared in the season one finale as the character Anna Lucia. 
but they don't know. Uh, they haven't heard any of the lines, so they don't know anything about uh, the character so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really glad to see that this uh, actor is going to be on the show because I was a huge fan of Perfect Strangers back in the day, and I you loved would. him on Perfect Strangers. He was the boss at the paper. Who's who was- the boss? He he is. He is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, they were con- we, we should do a Who's the Boss podcast. No. No. There you go. My bandwidth <laughs> is stretched. We can call it Mona. People will think it's talking about Whoa. the Moana movie. Uh, you know, go. it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, no, but he, he was the boss of the paper that constantly uh, terrorized Balky Bartokamoose. And, uh, you know, I've seen him on a few other things, but he pretty much always plays the same t- type, kind of like this hard-nosed kind of, uh, jerk. Uh, so I'm guessing that's probably what he's going to be on Oh, Lost. good. Another jerk. Another jerk. Yeah, and Michael, Michael's just shrugging because he's like, I'm not going to give anything away. One like, one shrug. Uh, so, Anne-Marie, what did you think about this? So there's another guy on the pl- from the plane? Did two of them survive somewhere else on the island? I don't understand. How they haven't come across so many others. Like, there's all these other people. Mm -hmm. Other people. They're either people who survived on the plane or they are others. Unless we have more crashes. And in which case... Hi, they. I I do think it's interesting that uh you know because when Arst had his kind of speech like oh, you know Arst. there were forty other survivors and you guys aren't special all, all this yeah. stuff uh, that he had in the season one <laughs> finale I was like oh that's kind of like a nice cute throw off kind of reference to the fans who are pro- who've probably been probably speculating the whole thing. speculating about all the other survivors but. I think maybe that was just kind of like a hint of what's to come that, you know, what we've seen of the island isn't all there is to it. And what we know of the plane crash isn't all there is to it. And that there's a lot more going on under the surface that they just haven't turned the camera around to yet. I would like to turn the camera around. So that's kind of how I'm feeling about this. That's how you're feeling? That is. That is how you're feeling. It's important. Precious. (laughs) All right, Michael, what's the island? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I will just say that you will not be disappointed. Woohoo! Excellent. I like it. Good to hear. Drink. 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 This is what we do. It's getting towards the twilight of the spoiler party, so we can drink a little more now. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll just just say one word in terms of uh, what y'all were just talking about. Okay. 48. 48. 48. That is all I will say. Apparently there was at some point 48 survivors. Uh, Cast members. Maybe it's 48 hours. Maybe in two days, all of the survivors will die. <gasps> dun, then dun, how do dun. they get to like season six? Um, new new survivors? Clones. Clones? Zombies? Clones. Monsters? It becomes a show about zombie, clones. Zombie season is season seven. Ah, Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Lost. Zombies. The zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Dawn of the Lost. Okay, uh, what's the next story here, Michael? Uh, yes. Uh, the... <laughs> The Island Times, which I definitely <laughs> definitely real, and I did not um, make up just for this podcast. Oh, you don't even need to justify uh, that. I'm sure it's real. It's totally real. Of course, of course. Um, but they uh, report casting calls for a new character to appear later on in the season for at mm. least three episodes, but with an option to maybe sign on for more if the showrunners are impressed with his performance, mm-hmm. uh, which actually is the actual story of uh, of his character. But um, ABC has not made any official announcements yet, but a rumor has emerged that Michael Emerson, known for his role in Person of Interest, may have secured the role. Interesting. Okay, okay now, Michael, uh, if you remember before we started recording, I said, you know, you might want to give like one little hint uh, for some of these. This is one that we this need is a little hint. Give us yeah. a little bit, little, little something, something. Okay. Uh, what okay. side of the well, island is he playing? Nothing on? too spoilery. Ooh, I can't. Say okay, don't tell me that. Up. Don't tell me that then. But um, I will say that the milk line ah. in the poem may be connected to him. Interesting. Mm. So maybe, and uh, we're, we're going to put his picture over yours, Michael, here on here on Briefly. the uh, live stream here. But maybe that you know what? What? Maybe this is Russo's son. I'll grow it up. Um, that man does not look 16. But he looks a little like Russo. <laughs> I mean, they have look, the same eyebrows. He is not 16. But he th- wasn't even 16 10 years ago when this was filmed. But this is from 2013. So this is like, you know, okay, seven so, years no, after Lost. No, no. No? No? No. Okay. He looks Maybe old. he aged rapidly because of the island's magic. 
Could be. But then nobody else is aging rapidly. <clears throat> Maybe French people age rapidly just in general no, because they're French. No, French people do the opposite. French people just don't <laughs> age ever. Well, no, they age super rapidly until they're like 16 and then they stop. They just get yeah. It's just like, <laughs> done, done. Um, m- my note for this was, hmm, because yes. I have no idea who this guy is. So I yeah. cannot even speculate. And I'm not super familiar with the actor either. No. So it, it, He's an amazing actor. He's one of those. He's one of the actors that I am really surprised did not go on to like major success after Lost. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, he's so good, and the character he plays is super creepy. Like those yes. bug eyes of his, those mm-hmm. bug eyes that you see, definitely get put to good use. Uh, and I will just say the only other thing I can say about him is that you will first see him in an episode that is Saeed centric. Saeed! Does he wear glasses in the episode like he does in this picture you provided? I don't think so, no. You know what's interesting is because I've been overlaying your picture with his uh, while we've been talking about him, like <laughs> on and off, and I'm like switching back and forth right now. It's almost perfect. And it looks like it looks like you with uh, with a shaved head. Like I, well, it looks no, like you. It, it's like the opposite. You look like him with a shaved head and a beard. So I think <laughs> it's very he's possible. Making, he's making the bug eyes. He's making he the is. bug eyes. He's making <laughs> the bug eyes. I think I think we've cracked it. This is why he's so Michael knows so much about Lost because he he was on Lost. Ah. Uh, and he played one of his favorite characters, so he's also an egotist. <laughs> Perfect. No. One other one other thing I can tell you. Is this a spoiler? It's like we need to give Michael a rubric <laughs> to decide whether or not rubric. something is a spoiler. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's something interesting that's kind of about the actor, but also kind of is an extremely minor part of his story. You know what we're going to do here? We're going to drink. Go ahead and say it. We're going to take a drink so we forget it. So give us one second. All right. Shoot. Take it away. Okay. What you got? Uh, Interestingly, uh, Michael Emerson's wife uh, also appeared in Lost, but she played his character's mother. What? Dang it, now I have to... Okay. that That's weird. M-D-B. So, so are you looking for Michael Emerson's wife right now? Sure am. I'm all, this is a... Uh, this is called Bill and Anne-Marie. Google thing. Michael Emerson, not Michael Emerson. Michael Emerson wife. Well, I started with Michael Carrie Emerson. Preston. Carrie Preston. Who does she play? She's on uh, True Blood. Um, mm. Good wife. Yeah, we're overlaying uh, her on your picture right now. So. Oh! Oh, her! I love her! She was crazy on The Good Wife. Like, mm-hmm. psycho crazy. I love it. She's Michael Emerson's wife. And she plays his character's mother. Well, at least Very you know it's not Rousseau. I'm, I'm guessing, though, because, I mean, she doesn't seem that much older than him or anything. Like, So I'm guessing maybe it's like a flashback to his childhood. And you're not going to tell He's us that. He's not going to tell you Nor that. Nor should you. No, and I could see that working for her. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so what's our next bit of news here? Ooh, ooh. I actually put up the article. Oh, what, which article? The one announcing that she's going to play his wife or his mother. <laughs> Don't read it, though, because it might Don't have spoilers that I'm we not, haven't. Oh, yeah. no, it's live journal. I've got to go away now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Next story. Okay. Um, <laughs> so another casting rumor has emerged. Um, again, definitely did not make this up. Uh, but Brett Cullen, uh, best known for his small role as Congressman Byron Gilley in The Dark Knight Rises and as Governor Ray Sullivan in The West Wing, uh, he has been cast for an episode in the first third of this season. Uh, it's unknown whether the role will be recurring, but a spy photo. I enjoy the spy photos. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's holding a U.S. Army knife. Uh, mm. So theories uh, as to if he is connected to the military and maybe is the military on the island and does that have anything to do Ooh. with the hatch? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Very, hey, now, a, a military presence on the island makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, you know, we were speculating on where the radio equipment could have come from, uh, oh, yeah. you know, last season a lot. Many moons ago. And I think uh, the mentioned, I, I mentioned the military as a strong possibility that maybe, 
I think I, I mentioned the military and maybe the BBC wanted to broadcast yes. from out in the middle of the ocean. Yes, so did. I think those were the two possibilities I brought up. So sorry, Beeb, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're off the docket. I think it's uh, after this. It's I, the military. Uh, pretty solid. It's the military. What do you think about this, Anne Marie? Um. Oh, I didn't even put a point, did I? Good job, Anne Marie. Um. <laughs> you know what? While you think of a point, Michael, why don't you give us one more little hint about this guy? Other than his army knife. This guy um, is a very interesting person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That's that was awesome. That was perfect. <laughs> the only thing that I can say about him is that you will hear his name mentioned before you actually see him. Interesting. Okay. Oh, actually, and I can say one other thing. You will see him dead before you see him alive. Woohoo! Interesting. I don't know why that's a woohoo, yeah. but... It's, I'm it's, guessing his name is John the Others. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. No, John the Others. This is because we've how heard you the know, others uh, mentioned. Yeah, that would be my guess. Okay, that's good. It's, it's interesting. Also interesting that we'll see him dead, dead before, before we, we see, see him, him alive. alive. Well, the show lives on flashbacks. It does. It does. And you know, we've yet to get a flashback really on the island, like a flashback to the the island. Think well, wait the, a second. You said we'll see him dead before we'll see him alive. I thought you said the zombie season was like season seven. So that doesn't uh, make any sense. That's true. <laughs> yes. Yes, I forgot about that one. Okay, uh, Michael. Maybe he wasn't in that season. What's our, what's our last story here? Okay, um, our last story, and this is a really good one, guys. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. So when asked to tease new characters or storylines for season two, showrunner Carlson, uh, Carlton Hughes. <laughs> okay, I'm way off of my... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Off. I'm a he he quipped. I'm a big fan of the CW show The 100, which was definitely on at the time. Lost totally was, on. Uh, and he said there is one actor or actress from that show in particular that he'd really love to see in Lost, uh, but he can't say who or when. I just wonder how Carlton Cuse saw The 100 back in 2005. Right? I don't think it was even written yet. Is like, there like the a wor- is there a wormhole in Hawaii? There is a wormhole. It was definitely on. It was definitely on. Oh, okay. It was totally it's on. Just, it was uh it was kind of more of like a an, like an unknown. It was See, the mountain. Favorite. <gasps> it's the just mount- so weird because uh fr- friend of Universe Box Jared Joseph is on the 100 it and is- he looks the same age as we've always known him as you know on the 100. You know that's very true. Yeah. That is very it's weird. He's Beyond lost. Dun dun dun. Now that that I'd like to see. He'll he'll play a fifteen year old. Uh, uh, I, he's he's Walt after he's aged up or something like that. Ah, spoiler alert, Bill. Spoiler. <laughs> As I'm sitting here going, I could make that work. That could work. No, but we we're being very facetious here, Amory. You know who who he's talking. Okay, about, so right? this is the one casting that I knew because basically I love Henry and Cusick on <laughs> Scandal and the One Hundred, not the Eleven Hundred. That's actually a different show, I think. Um, so I can't wait to see him here because um, I remember when I was looking up. I tend to look up actors as I'm watching them on a show. And so when I started watching The 100, I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. And I looked him up and I was like, oh, he's on Lost. I shouldn't have seen uh, – he's a- oh, he's that guy on Lost because I hear the name of his character thrown around so very much. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I've got to back away from the IMDb now. Well, we do what we can, but I, I mean it's hard to avoid spoilers <laughs> really completely. But I don't know anything about the storyline. Mm. So – Well, let's I change just- that. Michael, give us one little hint about his storyline. <laughs> I actually know one thing, thanks to Rebecca. What's that? Because I was trying to find pictures, and she sent me a picture of this guy at a computer, like, in his undershirt. Interesting. I don't know why, but he was at a computer. In his undershirt. In his undershirt. Yeah, that was uh, one of the more uh, distasteful (laughs) flashbacks about his character. uh, He was was looking at websites that... uh, Uh, Okay. Don't go to those websites, guys. Do not go to those. And he has a very special relationship with that computer. Thank you very much. I'm sure he does. (laughs) A lot of intimacy going on there. (laughs) So, Anne-Marie, do you know his... You know his name. Do you know anything about him? Nope. Nope. I know nothing. I just, I just knew that the, I mean, again, the IMDb tells you just enough to know who it is and what show they're on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Should we all. say the name, or does Bill nah. not know? It I mean, does it matter? I'll, I'll take my headphones off for a second. Yes, because okay. I'm not in the same room as you. Well, Michael's going to be saying it. Okay, because go ahead, you say it. 
I'm not allowed okay. to say. Yeah. So um, Desmond is, I'll just say that he is one of the most important characters in the show. The most, one of the most important Why characters not? in the show. Yeah. Oh, Furfur oh, is one of the most yes. important characters on the show. I can't wait to hear, see this. Furfur. That was excellent. Definitely Good. not the most important, but yeah. he's pretty central to the mythology. Pretty up there. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Excellent. Actually, there are certain uh, storylines in later seasons uh, that I'm very, very much looking forward to that I think Bill in particular will enjoy. Mm, uh, interesting. He, he is uh, key to those. Well, we, uh, normally when you say I think Bill will enjoy something, you're usually right. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so I can't wait for those either. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here, I think. Uh, and Michael, uh, I, I have a special question for you here at the end, but we'll, we'll save that for a second. Me and Anne Marie okay. are going to give sort of like our thoughts, hopes, dreams for season two. Anne Marie, what what do you hope for Lost season two? That somebody walks around the flipping island and makes a map. <laughs> That's all I want. That's, That's all, all I want, want in all it? of the world. And I'd like to see Turnip Head, aka Aaron, like <clears throat> age properly. I'm just saying. Like I know it's a very slow going show. Yeah. That's okay, as long as he stays that way, and we don't suddenly have a toddler in like four episodes. You know, the opposite of what Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. does, where their plot baby, who should be three, is well, still Aaron's in- not French, so he should be fine. We'll see. <laughs> also, I'd like to see like actual houses constructed. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, you're not getting out. Just build like a house. more permanent shelters. Yes, yes, I could see that. I could <laughs> see that. Uh, me, I'm just excited because, and it, we've mentioned this several times on the podcast before, but. I did watch Lost Season 1 back in 2005. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff's happened since then, so I forgot 90% of it. But this will be uh, the first uh, set of episodes I'll be going into completely blind. Like, I really don't I, – I don't have any sort of, like, ghost memories or, like, I remember this weird image or that weird scene right. uh, that I have to kind of bite my tongue about. So I am – where I was kind of lost – for the first season of We're So Lost, mm-hmm. I'm going to be completely lost, like Anne Marie always is. Uh, I'm not alone. Forward. So, so that'll be good. And I, as far as what I'm most excited for for season two, I really think I, I, I feel like the conflict between Locke and Jack is going to be a big centerpiece of season two. So I'm really excited about seeing that. And of course, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the hatch. And uh, it, I hope there's a Twinkie in there for uh, mm-hmm. what's his face. I hope Jack and Locke start making out once they get down. Into Stop the, it. No, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. And uh, spoiler alert, Bill. Come on. <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to finally fully understand the Dharma Initiative uh, beer koozie. That Michael yeah, is that like a season two thing or is that like definitely season two? Perfect. Excellent. Perfect. Okay. And Michael, I, we're going to ask you here at the end. What is your hope for We're So Lost in season two? What what do you hope uh, we get out of season two or you get out of us getting stuff out of Lost? Well, uh, you will. I really hope that um, actually I really wish I could be there when you guys see the first scene of the first episode, because it is one of those scenes. I'm not now. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that. I I can't even I can't even qualify the scene. Well, tell you what, Michael, I. Bill Meek's guarantee is soon we're gonna watch it in just a couple minutes. As soon as we get done through the first scene and you know, lost or whatever comes on, uh yes. we'll pause it and we'll tweet you. We'll tweet awesome. you over at We're So Lost Podcast uh-huh. uh, and let you know what we thought of it immediately. But Toast. go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. I, I can't I'm not gonna say anything because it's just so good that I uh yeah, so yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, in terms of what I want to, um, what I remember wanting to see and know about most when I first saw the show is the others. Who are they? What do they want? Mm-hmm. Where did they come from? Mm. Who does their hair? You know, that's an important question too. Yeah, I'm sorry. They all look fantastic for being on an island for a month. I would be a hot mess with sticks sticking out of my hair. Yeah, I was uh, noticing that in the finale. I was like, man, Rousseau has really nice teeth for being there for 16 oh, years. Oh, can you even like, imagine? <laughs> Ew. Actually, that makes sense. Uh, I'm, I'm probably Is there a not. dentist on the island? Is there There's a, a dentist? dentist in the hatch? Well, I can't say, but... There's two um, in the hatch. I do know that um, I... Based on uh, I I was I used to 
read a lot about like medieval history. Mm-hmm. And one thing I was surprised to learn is that um, people in ages and uh, earlier ages, like without any kind of dental care or anything like that, probably had better teeth than we think that they do, maybe even better than mm-hmm. ours because they didn't have so much sugar in their diets. So, yeah, that's true. true. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. there's not a lot of sugar on the island either. There's so. some fruit. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> Okay, uh, great. And, and of course, we can expect to hear from you every every week, right, Michael? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. I think we already have three or four voicemails from Yeah, him. like already stacked up and ready to go. Uh, so, it, But you know what? We'd love to hear to all the listeners out there, to either uh, reactions to our reactions to episodes or, you know, if you just want to say hi. Uh, you can email us, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash we're so lost i think or and uh then twitter is at we're so lost and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 i just wanted to mention that we heard from several people while we were on our little break uh-huh. uh, asking when we were going to get going again uh we're back you. yes i uh, thank you guys so much and we're back and we're here mm-hmm. and uh we're going to be going Weekly, Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Until? Until January 16th. We're going to be off for three weeks. And, and then, then we're we'll going to be back. back for probably two months. Something like that, yeah. So, so uh, you know, lots of lost in your future. Uh, we did get one YouTube comment that I wanted to read out from Will Smalls. Uh, says, love your lost and all other projects. I'm a longtime once lurker. Uh, LOL. <laughs> Uh, the fact that you were doing Lost is like Christmas in uh, 2004 every week. You work so well as a duo, and hashtag wrong lost theories are the best part uh, of staying lost. Uh, namaste and good luck. Yes! Uh, so, it's a thing! Yes, definitely. And uh, Michael made it a thing, and I, I guess it's a reference we'll get uh, as a couple seasons down the road. So it'll be good. Can you tell us what season we get that? Uh, you might get that in uh, the first few episodes. I don't know. Ooh. Excellent! Excellent. I can't wait until we get it. We're going to have to have like a whole three points on that once we I finally know. get it in the podcast. There's going to be a point namaste and a point good luck. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, again, uh, Michael, thank, thank you so you, much you, for joining you. us uh, tonight and everything. Uh, you're basically the unofficial third co-host of the show because you're on every episode. Yep. And you have way better points than we normally do. But uh, yep. thank you again. Where can people find you online? Oh, they can find me on Twitter mostly uh, at M Henry Lucero. That's L U C E R O. And I just want to say uh, definitely submit voicemails and uh, feedback. Cause it's getting kind of lonely. And that uh, <laughs> feedback <section. laughs> well, it's like we have good weeks and bad weeks. Like right. sometimes it's yeah. nothing. And then other times like we get like it's feast or famine. Uh, you know, a couple letters or 10 YouTube comments. It's mm-hmm. here and there. Uh, but if nothing else, Michael is always there for us. Exactly. And uh, we hope you guys will be there, too, both in feedback in the chat room and listening to the podcast as we move forward. Because, I mean, really, if we don't have you, I, there's no denying it. We're, we're so lost. lost.